I'm super happy. Are you happy? Welcome to the BU Find Happy Podcast. Here you'll find tips and tricks to inspire you on your way to happiness, to live a courageous life of authenticity, and learn how to speak your truth with grace. I'm Michaela Johnson, and welcome to our podcast. Keep an eye on that, okay? Because weird okay. shit happens when they know you're doing stuff. Right. Okay, so we're recording them in the bathtub. I'm not going to say the name of who we were just listening to because clearly it caused something to happen. And I believe that 100%. They're mm-hmm. listening all the time. Um, also, what's interesting is my podcast was very specifically hosted by a company called Anchor. It was like a small ma and pa. When I started the podcast, I very specifically did not host it through a major major company because at that time I didn't have any clue about censorship, but... I was a fan of mom pa stuff and I just didn't want to be a part of like the YouTubes of the world kind of thing at that time. Well, Spotify purchased Anchor and now Anchor runs the show on this. So what's interesting is I'm much more prone now to censorship than I was before. Right. Censorship. But anyway, um, so bottom line is we were watching a truther's video and this is the first time he's ever been on air and said listen to me, listen to me now. Cause they're doing their, the, the push is hard now for them to take me down and offline and off air. And so this is the most important broadcast I have. And so we need to finish listening to it before it's all gone. But I had this epiphany. I don't know what happened in terms of what he was talking about. Cause I'm in the tub and you're over there with the phone. Right. But he started talking about transcendence and he started talking about the 12th dimension. And he started talking about, uh, you know, the, 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 the movement for transhumanism and this supercomputer. And we've talked on other episodes about, uh, we've talked on other episodes about the idea that they're taking all the most intelligent minds and, and they're talking and hearing and listening to them and storing all that data in the supercomputers, right? Correct. That they're taking all the Einsteins of the world and using their knowledge and then amplifying it by a trillion because they're combining it all together. Correct. But, Something else struck me today. We've talked about that before, but what struck me today, and let me try to explain this is, and what's funny is if I still have any new age listeners, they'll get this. The whole new age movement at the end of the line is about 5D transcendence. Mm -hmm. It's about vibing up is what they say, vibing up from this dimension, 3D to 5D, okay? And part of what you do to achieve this is, you get really good at silencing the outside world and you get really good at meditating and drawing in using your own energy. And I described um, in the other podcast that I was in, which I won't mention on this podcast for numerous reasons right now, but eventually I will, that th- that for me, I was meditating upwards three hours night in a sauna and and my consciousness, I truly felt, was elevating. Like, I was seeing things that were, you know, ethereal. They were not of this planet. I had knowledge. I had things happening. Um, and then the fallout of that, of course, has been everything that everybody's heard on this podcast. But the point is, you've got people in yoga studios, okay, that are all of the New Age mind. And they are now highly trained. And yoga, by the way, is New Age, period, period. 
do the research. I mean, it's not new age in that it's not new age, but it is utilized by the new age. And I believe it was created from evil a long, long time ago for the long-term picture. But the point is that you've got people sitting in yoga studios. You did so good. <laughs> that, um, that are all chanting. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're saying Om together. It's a vibration of the universe, right? Mm-hmm. It's very similar to Amen, but it's Om and it's slightly different. We watched that video on the sounds of things. Remember the, the star motion that different sounds of things yeah. make and yep. stuff? Everything's got an image. Everything's got a sound vibration. Humans have their own sound vibration. And so what this particular person was talking about on this show is that uh, the supercomputer, Google was created to create a supercomputer. And if you dive into symbology, because symbology will be their downfall, and you dive into the logo of Google, mm-hmm. I feel like you're not paying attention to me. I'm totally paying attention. Okay. I'm having an epiphany. Okay. If you're diving into the logo that's Google, you start to realize the really nefarious, negative, evil connotations with all of that too. It's not just Google. Apple is literally an apple. It, what does that remind you of? The garden, right? Duh. I mean, right. all these things. So much symbology when you start tapping into it and looking for it. The, you know, the single eye, all the things. But the point is that... Right. Exactly. So, you know, you were just talking about yoga and the chant and the om. Ohms are a measurement of resistance in with electricity, electric currents, electronics. No shit. No shit. I did not know that That's part. That's a symbol for ohms. What? Looks like a horseshoe type of thing. That is the Lululemon logo. G- Google right now, Lululemon logo. Lululemon's like a major freaking yoga brand. Just Lulu Lemon. Lululemon is what I call it, but it's Lulu Lemon. L U L U uh L E M O N it whatever the Lululemon you'll see it yeah their logo is that that is their logo I got I got yoga clothes in my, in my closet the sweatshirts and things that have that all over it anyway trip it's, uh, it's total so, trip it all runs so deep but okay resistance anyway so here's the point you have an entire population of people humans. Organic matter, right? This is important. This is where he was going on this video we're listening to. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into the crypto and all that stuff too. But you have an entire bandwidth of humans who have been spending years. I've been doing yoga since 2001. Okay. Yep. I mean, I was doing yoga on hanging out. I, I can I have a yoga pose from 2006 on the edge of a tree stump off over a cliff in Alaska. Right. Okay. I before it was an Instagram thing, I was doing it. Okay. But the point is, it became an Instagram thing. It became popular. Blah blah blah. You got yoga girl out there, and everybody wants to be like her, and all the things. Right. And what you got happening now is this group of people whose minds have been trained, can you open the window, I'm so hot in this tub, to, uh, to channel, sorry, I'm being a woman today, <laughs> I had to have chocolate to solicit, <laughs> anyway, um, whose minds have been trained to vibe up, mm-hmm. to raise their frequency, to ascend to 5D, and what he's talking about 
is that the bigger, more nefarious, evil plan through the global elites, a.k.a. Satan, it's all connected, Mm -hmm. is to transcend to 12D. They cannot do it without what? Organic matter. Humans. How are they going to do it? We've already been trained. Right. There are all these people out there that have been doing it. Mm-hmm. Sitting there meditating, sitting in their yoga classes and going, oh, all together. Right. They've been fucking doing it. We've been feeding the system and we don't even know it. I mean, I, this is the epiphany that I just had sitting here listening to this. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's switch gears for the sake of this podcast and, uh, and, and talk about what, we, what you and I have been talking about for a few days. And the truth of the matter is, folks, I put a bunch of uh, fabulous guests, fabulous guests, don't, don't get me wrong, but I kind of went back to this more generic um, podcast for a couple of episodes because I've been working on some pretty big things, um, you know, flight-wise, flying career-wise, and I shouldn't say career, but just flying-wise. And so the commander and I have been focused on, you know, things related to instrument, flying with instruments, and we've not been podcasting and I've not been tinfoil hatting, also severe nickel allergy, separate thing I can talk about later. And I actually will talk about the nickel allergy and the periorbital dermatitis and all that because it's been fucking traumatic, horribly traumatic. Basically, the long and short of it, folks, is that my eyes swelled literally shut for, what, about a month. Yeah. I could not see. They were the flames of hell. It was absolutely horrific nightmare, awful, wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. Um, But we have been able to manage a little bit of things, and some of the little bit of things that we've been working on is we had a great meeting with some friends that flew out from across the country. We sat down over, around my parents' kitchen on bar stools, eating cheese and crackers and snacks, and literally started hashing out the idea of cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and the CBDC, the centralized bank digital currency and the mark of the beast and all of the things. And what we have ultimately determined is if you are afraid of crypto, because you think it's the mark of the beast, it is not. Also, if you are afraid of crypto and want to leave your dollars in a can, that's fine. But know that your dollar is not going to be worth a dollar. If right now you can go buy candy bar, a very small candy bar with a dollar, in a year from now, you'll be lucky to buy a candy bar with, let's just say, a thousand US dollars. So right. know that keeping your money in a can in the backyard. It's not a terrible idea, but it's not going to be worth anything. What you really need to be doing is what we've been saying all along, which is number one, be prepared to survive. And what that looks like is having land, putting a piece of house on it, something you can live in, you know, having some way to harness energy from the sun or whatever, having some sort of a water catch system going on. You need to have seeds. You need to have garden beds. You need to have a fence around those garden beds so you can protect them from the wildlife and all the people that are going to want to come eat your vegetables because they're going to be starving. And so invest in things right now that are not purposeless and useless things, but things that you can survive with. If it means you have to go get a piece of land in bum fuck state, do it. Because you get one shot to get there and live, and that's that. Also, have enough money on hand so that when all the banks go down, because it's going to happen like this. On a Friday, the switch is going to flip, and the banks are all going to go down. And, and here's the thing that we heard him say. There's one U.S. dollar for every thousand 
that they say there is available. So if everybody in America, what this breaks down to is if everybody in America went to the bank today and withdrew the money that they had, they would only get a tenth of a percent, right? Is that right. a tenth of a percent? One one thousandth of what is really there. One, so you got a thousand bucks in the bank and everybody else has a thousand bucks in the bank and everybody goes to the bank on the same day and tries to withdraw their thousand dollars. Everybody is going to get one dollar because that's all they have. They don't actually have the other money. Don't believe us. Look it up. Do your research. Yep. Um, bottom line is the banks are insolvent. Period. And they're going down. We already saw one go down. We're going to see. Actually, we've seen three go down. You said that. I, I don't know the other it two. started with uh, SVB. Yeah. <coughs> um, then there was one in New York. I forget the name. Bank okay. of Manhattan or something. Oh, okay. And then there was a, uh, a third one not long ago. Okay, so the commander's not talking much because he's got <coughs> wicked cough. Um, anyway, so the point is that, are you okay, though? I'm good. Do you have things you want to say? I'm set. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Um, so, so the other thing is that you have, you have this crypto that you've heard about that you're terrified of because it's just a bunch of ones and zeros and what happens to my money and where does it actually go and what does it actually mean? And here's the thing, what Satan uses for evil, God can use for good. The crypto system is your way out of the mark of the beast. You do need to have enough cash though. When those banks go down on a Friday and flip back up on a Monday that, and, and I listened to this gal on TikTok. I don't have a TikTok because I know the Chinese is, but my mom sent me a link bottom line. And the thing is, the woman says, know your contracts, right? So if you go to the bank on a Monday and the banks went kapooey on a Friday and they say, well, you can withdraw your money, but it's not US dollar, right? Or you can pay for this thing, but we can't accept your US dollar. If you accept one stick of gum or whatever it is that they're that they got now okay we'll just call it that because get get dollars out of your mind people you're going to go in there you're going to try to pay your mortgage with your u.s dollars okay that is what this country was founded on it is the tender of our nation it is there's all sorts of things about if you go into a business and they don't accept u.s dollar they have to give you the product for free look it up it's a thing but the government while you're all distracted by transgenderism fucking a has been literally running around behind our backs, passing all these laws that are changing the, the things that this country was founded on. It is too late for the country. It's like this guy on this particular program said, the airplane is going down. We're looking for the smoothest crash landing possible so we can be a handful of those survivors. It's going down. It's happening. Welcome to the new age. <laughs> Literally. Welcome to the new age. God, that was a great song by... Uh, Imagine Dragons. Mm -hmm. Ooh, interesting. I'll have to dive into that a little bit because, you know, Hollywood and things. But, right. but the point is this. You go into the bank. You try to pay your mortgage with your U.S. dollar. They say, I'm sorry, we don't accept that. You say, why not? And they say, well, we've got this new here thing, blah, blah, blah. Just sign here. And you do it. You accept $1. You are now in the system. You are in the CBDC, the Centralized Digital Banking Currency. Okay. CBDC, centralized bank digital currency, bottom line, whatever, you're in that thing, okay? And your dollars are not dollars anymore. However, if you say to them right then, no, I've got my mortgage contract right here, and my mortgage contract states that this contract is in the tender of US dollar. Are you telling me you cannot accept my US dollar? They say, yes. You say, you just voided my contract. I'll take my house now. Thank you very much. The house is yours. You no longer have to pay for it. I mean, don't go do anything crazy like taking my advice or anything. Do your own research, right? Everybody has to give this disclaimer. 
do your own research. But the bottom line is if you've got debt in anywhere, number one, try not to have debt in anywhere. Um, I got a whole nother thing. I was totally debt free on the house. I had all the things going and then divorce. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I got land. I'll, I'm going to rebuild. It's all going to be fine. Okay. I should say my family has land. That's the better statement. My family has land. I'm not going to be out on, on my butt. Maybe. Anyway, the point is crypto. Everybody's scared of crypto and what we're afraid of kills us, right? Like Correct. fear paralyzes mm-hmm. and knowledge is power. Right. So the bottom line is get yourself savvy on crypto. Start researching it right now. There's actually something called DeFi. It's a decentralized financing, peer-to-peer. That means it's borrowed and trade and buy and sell between you and your brother next door. Okay, it's not got the government's hands in it at all. And people think, well, what about my taxes? We need fire departments. Yeah, don't worry about that because by the time we get there, all that's not going to exist, number one. And number two, for right now, you get a nice little tax document if you make any money at the end of the year because you know your government is not going to let you make any money because they need you poor to do what's coming. So the bottom line is research crypto and consider, you'll even find if you go to a company like Coinbase and you try to buy some some crypto, I, I did it this week. I, 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 I entered the system this week for, for numerous reasons. The, the, the cryptos you can buy are all, you know, there's Bitcoin, Arethrian, Arethium, however you say it. Okay, and then there's DeFi. And what's funny is the government doesn't have their hands in DeFi. It's still got their hands a little bit in Coinbase. I don't exactly know the connections, but I can see it there from what they require and what they don't and all the things. Bottom line is you can't buy DeFi. If you go into Coinbase and you try to buy DEFI, Delta Echo Foxtrot India, you try to buy that, it says, sorry, you can't buy that on this platform. What you've got to do is buy Bitcoin, put the Bitcoin in your crypto wallet. Okay, get, I know, I sound crazy. Put the money in your crypto wallet and then you've got to buy the DeFi and, the, and, and, and there's this whole thing to it, okay? But buy it. I'm talking, guys, it's point. No, I'm not telling you what to do. Do your own thing. Do whatever you want. I don't really care. But the other thing about all of this is, and where I was going with this is I was going to say something about the crazy the crypto and the crazy. What was I going to say about the crypto and the crazy? I had a whole thought that was coming and it's gone. I'm not a mind reader. I, I, I don't know. Yes, you do. You read my mind really good. Okay, let me think on this for a second. I'm going to think on And so if you're buying crypto, tell him to go outside. He's a boy. There's like a whole bush outside. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, Manese. We don't need to flush a freaking whale down the toilet. He can go pee-pee outside. Okay, so, but the point is that we're in a very rural environment right now, by the way. So, I just want to put that out there. Um, I was going to say something about the crypto. Envi- oh, 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 people have this idea that, that's not where I was going, but I'll say this now anyway. That, but my money is safe if it's in a can in my backyard. Or what happens if my crypto wallet goes away? I just, it came back to me. Okay, they are desensitizing and normalizing all of this anyway. I went into the grocery store today. You know what they told me? I'm sorry, this chip reader does not allow you to put it in. Okay, so what did I have to do? I had to tap my card. You've all tapped your card by now. It's got the little wavy internet symbol and you tap it together and boom, the money goes through. What do you think putting your hand up to a machine and tapping it is preparing you for? It is preparing you for the little chip 
the little mark of the beast. The technology is here, folks. You've seen it. There's all sorts of things about it. They're preparing you to lift your wrist, okay, and tap it onto a machine to do a transaction. That is what they are preparing you for. This is all normalization. It's all desensitization. It's all part of the normalizing of what they're doing so that when it comes, you don't even think twice about it. You go, yeah, I've been tapping my card forever. Cool, now I just tap my wrist. All my wrist, that's great. Right? You've been... Right. Your phone has been scanning your face for at least two years now. Right. You've been using your thumbprint before that. Right. Right? They're just more and more and more and more. Where now, it's not even a thing. I've seen people hold phones up to other people's faces. And so, the thing is, like, well, what happens if I lose my crypto wallet? Well, what happens if you had money in Silicon Valley Bank? How'd that work out for you? Right. Right? We have this... We have this like ill-conceived notion that the money exists, that the money's in the bank. Okay, I got to get out of the time. I'll let you talk for a bit. I'm okay. sure you have a lot to say. So the, the fact of the matter is, is the money does not exist. The money is, the currency is really nothing more than a belief system. Right. We believe that it works. We believe that it's there. We all agree that it's there. And we use it as a... Uh, you know, a method of uh, exchange for goods and services and trade or whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, the money's not there. Period. It just, it doesn't exist. And this is something, you know, we've had uh, conversations about this a uh, few times before. When I was even just a, a, you know, a young boy, you know, my parents, my aunts and uncles, my grandparents, you know, they worked their ass off, saved a shit ton of money for retirement. And my thought process is like, this is a house of cards. It's all going to come crumbling down. It's just, it's just fucking obvious to me as the sun coming up the next morning. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm like eight years old and I have this realization that isn't, this isn't going to freaking work. And so it's well, like, wasn't your uncle like a genius? He was like, yeah. However, you got, you got some genius genes. That's the point. But you know, it's like having the foresight with realizing that you know, yeah, it's great. My parents are going to retire. I'm not going to be able to do that. No, no. And I think I think our generation did start to realize that, and that's why we became a little more reckless overall. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's like you know. But I but I still was the person, right? Like my parents. I've I've not talked about this much on this podcast, but my parents you know, did a thing where they decided that they were going to sell everything they owned and buy everything with cash. And so we lived in a 27 foot fifth wheel, no running water, no electricity. I talked about it a little bit, but the bottom line is that I grew up in a different way where you, I was scared of credit. I was scared of debt. I was scared of these things. And so my whole mindset was save for my future. Mm -hmm. So 401ks and all these things I've got. And then you come to realize they've set it up where you're if you try to take your money out of there, yeah, because, they'll let you put it in all day long and they'll make interest and everything else on it. And they'll tell the Chinese government, look at all this money that we've got in holding. Right. It's your money. They're taking all this tax and interest and everything on it. But you try to pull it out, they're going to penalize your ass. You get penalized for your own money. We, we saw a thing. It was your $10. You make $10 mowing a lawn. And then... The government takes their part. The employer takes their part. The taxes, right? There's employer taxes, and then there's government taxes. There's state taxes. There's federal taxes. There's gas taxes. There's CRV taxes. There's taxes on literally everything. This guy did the whole breakdown of $10. You had one cent left. 
Now multiply that times your $100,000 a year job. Right. And what do you have left? Barely enough. Barely enough to feed yourself. I put right. too much effort. God, I have the biggest knot right here. I don't get to talk to oh you about goodness. bruises because you got the worst bruise on the planet. Also, this happened to the commander. He fell off of an aircraft and uh, and got literally the most gnarliest bruise I've ever seen in my life. It was pretty impressive. It was impressive. Just you a little bruise. You did all the things. Okay, so I'm wearing a hockey helmet right now. Okay, I gotta get this over here. Hold on. Okay, so we, oh, there it goes. Is my eyes going crazy? They did, didn't they? We're doing a dizzy fix thing because did you know you have crystals in your inner ear and sometimes they dislodge and then you get vertigo? It's a thing. Crystals in your inner ear. It's a true thing. It's a true thing. Anyway, so I got this little hockey helmet that helps me put the crystals back. I really sound crazy now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a thing. Isn't that weird though when you think about it that, you know, when you think about the fact that we have these things, we're kind of like aliens a little bit, you know? So here's something interesting that probably like 99% of the population does not know. And, you know, I fly for a living. I've been flying for decades. I never knew this till like a month ago, that the way humans are built... There goes my eyeballs. They're doing it. Are they? They did it. They're done. They did oh. it on both sides today. So the way humans are built, if our feet are not firmly planted on the surface of the earth, we do not know which way is up, which is why we can get so disoriented so quickly when we're flying airplanes. We just don't know where up is if our feet are not planted on the ground. Perception Period. is reality. Yeah. I, it's like the wildest thing. And so, you know, when you hear about these people like, you know, just losing control of an airplane, um, it's because, you know, their feet aren't on the ground. They are, their body doesn't know what to do with it. It's the wildest thing. It's absolutely true. The, the thing I learned the most from this instrument rating is the fact that you cannot trust yourself. You become disoriented so quickly. And I kind of thought... I'm not going to say I thought it was a joke. I just thought that I wouldn't have any problem trusting the gauges. But you do. Because everything in your body says that's not right. It's hard to trust the gauges. I didn't know this until recently. I'm going to try to keep my head up so that I don't have the crystals fall out. That's a good idea. Anyway, so one of the things that we've recently learned that causes the crystals to fall out is vigorous and crazy sex. <laughs> <laughs> So first, the commander caused barrow trauma by depressurizing an aircraft on accident. And now, you just you just rock my world. It happens. You rock it. Yep. Yeah, rock it. Literally, you f you make me go. Yeah. Um. Anyway, any, we were off. We went off topic a little bit. Yeah, we stopped with me saying I put too much Epsom salt in the bathtub, and then we realized the thing stopped recording. <laughs> Um, so anyway, you're talking about Medicare and Medicaid and all oh, the things. So the whole pyramid scheme. So, you know, we're trained to save for retirement. We're trained to put money into Medicare, trained to put money into Social Security. At the end of the day, they are all nothing more than pyramid schemes. The money that you invested in your 401k retirement, Roth IRA, whatever, it's gone. It's been gone for decades and it doesn't exist. It existed, you know, maybe 60 or 70 years ago when it first started out. Um, but that money's long gone. It, you know, you're throwing money into a fucking pit. You're never going to see it. 
It's never coming back. It's gone. It's kind of freaky to think about. You know what I mean? It's like it's kind of a scary thought that we've been taught so many things. I mean, I got a text from a friend today after I shared the video that we were watching, which we do need to watch, by the way. And she said, well, what's it backed on? And our other friend that had flown out and had this conversation, he's like, you know, well, if if the money goes away, who do I go talk to about it? You know, and this is how they've conditioned us to believe there's this false sense of safety, like this false sense of security in this whole situation. And it's not there. No, there, there <clears throat> excuse me, there is no, there is no security in the system. Mm-mm. You know, if for every thousand dollars that you've invested into retirement, social security, put in your bank account, there's a dollar left out of that thousand dollars. We're all pretty much screwed. You're yeah. relying on that to live on. It's gone. Toast. You know, I mean, um, but what's scary about this video that we're watching is he's talking timelines. And this is the first time I've ever heard anybody talk timelines about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And these people are brilliant minds who follow trends and do all these things. But the bottom line is they're saying all these things line up in such a way that there is no way around this. And the funny thing is they're saying less than two years now. And not only that, and we've been talking about this for, we, we've been two years ahead of time roughly on all this stuff. And, right. and so we're right about in the ballpark. And what we now have happening in the planet is, you know, a particular past president has been arrested, indicted, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And for, it, it, so it's basically we're, we're up against a banana republic situation here. Yeah, so, you know... I don't really, it doesn't matter what you, what your feelings are on Trump, what you think of him. Um, he's being indicted for something that is not a crime. Right. And, you know, what he has said all along is, they're not after me, they're after you, I'm just in the way. Right. And the other thing with the whole, where we go, when we go all movement was, you cannot stop what is coming. And the one thing I keep thinking in my mind is, it's already been one. We know this. If you're a biblical person, you know the battle's already been won. That's why Jesus died on the cross. Right. But, but, the the but the point is that it's still going to be a whole lot of hell between now and then because the Bible says so. We know right. this, and the Bible is not. It's it's the future proves past, right? And we're seeing that unfold time and right. time again here. And so the thing is, is that, you know, everybody, this one video we're watching says, well, if Trump gets elected, he saves us all. There's no stopping what's coming. Right. And if you, if you're clued into all these things, you see there's no man on the planet that's stopping what's coming. No. And we're we're kind of naive to think, you know, the, that's that America first mindset. Right. And so, you know, we know it's coming. We know the financial collapse is coming. <coughs> Excuse me. We know that, you know, the banks are, they are insolvent. They have no money. We just think they do. Um, and so, you know, people are pulling cash. You know, cash is going to be good for a short term. You know, a couple of months maybe. To get you out of your contract. To get you out of your contracts. But, you know, the, the dollar's going to become devalued so fast that it's going to cost a fortune to buy a hamburger. You know? We're um, already seeing that. We're already seeing that. Um, you know, so, you know, the smart thing, I'm not a financial advisor. Do your own research. Concur. True for the whole <laughs> podcast. Um, 
but you know you need to diversify where you've got your where you've got your savings and your retirement stashed you know yeah bury a can in the backyard put have it full of silver coins and gold coins mm-hmm. that's going to go a long ways a couple yeah. years ago i bought silver and was laughed at by many people for doing so I've been buying silver for years. It's a hell of a It was a Glenn Beck thing and a and a and yeah, it was like it's time. You know, research crypto. Find a good cryptocurrency that's uh, a decentralized currency that the government can't get their hands on. Yeah, because that's one of the first things they're gonna go after is the cryptos because, you know, (coughs) rich people do not have their money in banks. Not right now. Rich people have their money in crypto because yep. they know the dollar is junk. Yep. Period. And if you if you doubt that, look at Texas. Number uh-huh. one buyers in the nation right now are Texans of cryptocurrency. Patriot people who keep cans in their backyard full of cash. Oil moguls, things this country was founded on. And the state of Texas just passed a law that says the government cannot stop it's people from purchasing crypto. Right. So watch Texas. And there's also several states that have passed laws stating that gold and silver are now legal currency, legal tender, mm-hmm. not just the U.S. dollar. Right. Even states are getting away from the dollar because it's doomed. It's the doomed. on the wall. It's done. If you've got cash in a bank, I'm not saying run out and pull it out, but I'm not saying anything. Do what you want. But... If I had cash in the bank, I would take out that cash and I would go buy things that I need to survive. Yep. That's what I would do. I would buy a house with cash, (laughs) even if it's a freaking yurt on a one acre piece of land. I would get myself some chickens. Jeez, you're dying over there. Dying over here. Just a little bit of ammonia. Just a little bit of ammonia. (laughs) 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 Oh, gosh. Um. So anyways, that's a funny story. But, um, you know, cow, cows, goats, chickens, a rooster, whatever the things that you need. Get yourself out of. Oh, and the whole cities thing. Guys, look around. Drive, drive through any suburbia, anywhere. You think those big walls are for what? Those are little mini concentration camps. Yep. I'm probably going to get called some Nazi or something for saying that because that's what happened the last time I said that, you know, I, bottom line is th- that that's where you're headed. Those are so they can lock you in and your electric car isn't going to travel far enough that you can ever leave. I mean, it's all part of the utopian, like trans humanistic control, the little minion robot peoples. Why do they even want to do that? Why do they care? I don't know. Because they think somehow I think that this would be an interesting thing to research. I think that they think that if they do that, then they live forever. They have everlasting life. Because isn't that what this is about? It's all about everlasting life. It's all about power and control. Do they get off on that? Is it like a psychopath thing? It's got to be. They're all narcissists. They are. Anyway. Anyway, so, yeah, even suburbia, all those little walled-off communities. Um, yeah, one road in, one road out. They're all concentration camps. They're designed to keep people um, segregated and locked up and isolated. Yep. The worst thing you can do to anyone as far as for causing psycholo- psychological damage 
is to isolate them. Yeah. They've already played that game for <coughs> two years. You know, everybody's living in these houses. There's a fence in between every single house. We're all walled off in these communities. Um, you don't see your neighbor. You're essentially isolated. You don't talk to your neighbor. You know, how often, did, when was the last time you saw your neighbor? Well, p- people used to have block parties and stuff. Yeah, not anymore. We're encouraged to, you know, isolate and, you know, stay away from everybody. Wow. And, you know, p- scamdemic or no scamdemic, they were encouraging people to just, you know, isolate well, long before Well, Fauci then. already said, I saw this thing yesterday, that there's, a, well, we'll have another pandemic probably as soon as next year. Yeah, it's called the Spars pandemic. Look it up. They've already planned it. Uh, This is just a predictable joke. But what's frustrating for me is, what do people from alternate mindsets really think? I mean, do they just think we're just off our rocker crazy, even though all this shit's coming true? They think we're nuts. But it's coming true. It doesn't matter. They watch CNN, CNN spins it, it becomes fact. And then their mind just changes. But what's crazy is I remember having conversations with people (laughs) who were independent or... God, this cough gets so bad at night. That were independent or were, you know left leaning and saying they're going to mandate a jab. And they were like, Oh, they'll never do that in America. If that happens, then I won't be for it. Same people that rolled up their sleeves and got in line and were like, yeah, get the jab. Everybody needs the jab. It's like, what? You were the same people who said that would never happen in America. And if it did, it would be a red flag and you would not do it. What the fuck? What the fuck? Anyway, anything else? That's it. That's good. This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. For more inspiration, check out the links.